What's happening, beautiful people? What's happening, beautiful people? Man, it's been a while, a while, a while. I think the last episode I actually dropped was in March. But, um, man, we've been busy, man. You know, if, if you've been keep, kind of keeping up with us over, you know, any social media platforms or if you know us personally, um, you know that, you know, we've been busy over the last few months. Uh, moved into our new location and uh, we had a summer learning institute for the children. Um, God has just been blessing in a massive way, man. And uh, I think it's, you know, I, I won't say think, I know it's because, you know, we trusted him and we stepped out on faith. We we had some roadblocks in the past and sometimes when um, the enemy tried to stop us and, and sometimes that enemy was uh, an outside force, sometimes that enemy was an inside force. You know what I'm saying? Like um, it was an inside job sometimes. Sometimes the only thing that can stop you is you. Amen. It's, it's, it's from the inside. You know, when we look at uh, Rome, Rome was such a powerful nation that other nations knew that trying to attack them from the outside would be absolutely it would be crazy. They knew that they could do nothing to attack Rome. They couldn't do anything because Rome was too powerful. They knew that the only way to bring Rome to his knees was to do it from the inside. It had to be an inside job. So they had to do things to affect uh, the morality and the mindset of, of, of the Romans to, to start messing with the minds of the people and the people would self-destruct. And that's exactly how Rome was destroyed. It was destroyed from the inside out. So a lot of times that, you know, the enemy knows that trying to come at you from the outside is absolutely pointless. He knows that you got angels encamped about you. He knows that you walk and you talk with God daily. He knows how strong you are, how confident you are. But he also knows that if he can just plant seeds of doubt in your mind, if he can plant small seeds of doubt in your mind that he can get you, man, like um, Elijah was on the run from Jezebel over a small seed. She just simply sent a word out like, I want his head. You know what I'm saying? I want his head. I want his head. Somebody bring me his head. And when that little seed got to Elijah, when the word got to Elijah, it planted a seed of doubt, seed of fear in his mind. And he just went on the run. You know what I'm saying? Because he allowed that seed of fear to sink deep down within, in, within him. And it caused him to almost self-destruct. But God was with him. So, you know, we go through periods and points in, um, uh, in our life in which, you know, the only thing that can really stop us is us. There's nothing from the outside that can stop us. It's completely us. And if we allow those seeds of doubt to fester, then, you know, we can be our own worst enemy at times. So we, you know, we had periods like that as well when, you know, it was us, you know, when God was prompting us to move and it was, it was just us. It was sometimes complacency. You know, you're comfortable where you at. If things are going good where you at, you know what I'm saying? The, the money's coming in. Money looks good where you at. You're like, man, why mess this up? But if you know that that's not what God called you to do, if you know that's, that's not what God needs you to be doing, then I don't care how good the money is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you won't be content. You, you, it'll, you, it'll be that burning, that Jeremiah fire in your bones. You know, Jeremiah wasn't content because he had a message that he had to give the people. Jeremiah, you know, he could have been a prophet that preached like the prophets of Baal and just told people what they wanted to hear. He could have just got out there and said, you know, you're going to have this and God's going to turn it around. God's going to fix it. But that's not the message that God gave Jeremiah. He gave Jeremiah a message of repentance, man. Tell these people to, to straighten up or, hey, <laughs> this is going to happen. That's going to happen. And Jeremiah didn't want to preach it. He didn't want to preach that message because every place that he went, 
people did not want to hear it. And he knew that people did not want to hear that. But that's what God gave him. And he had to give the people what God gave him. And that's the only thing that's going to bring contentment in your life, man. You got to be doing what you're created to do. That's actually true worship. Worship ain't so much being in a church with your hands up and raising your hands. Worship is whenever a creation is actually doing the design job in which it was created to do. That's true worship. You know what I'm saying? If you were to make something right now, let's just say you made a uh, a robot that cuts your grass, right? And you put it out in your yard, turn it on, let it go, go off in the house, look out the window, it's doing its job perfectly. That's 100% true worship. It's doing exactly what it was designed to do. It's not veering from the path. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Now, if you look out there and it's all over the place, it done jumped in somebody else's yard, it's doing all kind of crazy, it ain't even cutting grass no more, it's doing some other stuff, then it's out of line. It's not in true worship anymore because it's, it's, it's not doing what it's created to do. You know, when God set Adam in the garden, God never told Adam, worship me. He told he never told Adam, pray. He never told Adam, sing songs. He never told Adam, lift up your hands. He told Adam, work. That's it. He told Adam, work. He said, tend my garden. And as long as Adam was doing what God told him to do, he was in true worship. He was in true link with God, man. When we're doing what we're required to do, when we're in our purpose, I, I'm just speaking from a personal perspective. I'm, there's no place where I'm more comfortable than when I'm doing what God required me to do. When I'm speaking, when I'm doing anything that he calls me to do, I feel him, bro. I, 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 I know he's right there. It's like, this is what he created me to do. This is, this is the space where I walk and talk and commune with him. That's why most times, man, I, I go into, I go into engagements completely unprepared. I don't have anything with me. I, I got God with me. I don't have notes. I don't have anything. <laughs> I just, you know, I read scripture and I just go because I know that this is the place where I, I commune with God. And so, you know, it could be a, a, an instance where I plan on speaking for 10 minutes and end up talking for an hour because I'm in commune with God because I'm walking and talking with him. That's, that's my garden. That's the garden of Eden for me. When I'm in that place of purpose and I'm doing exactly what he called me to do, I'm in the garden and I'm communing with God and there's no telling what might come out. There's no telling what kind of revelation. There's no telling what might happen because we're in that place where it's just us and God. So that's just, you know, a little rundown on what's been going over for the on going on for the last couple of months, man. Just us trying to, you know, uh, get reestablished and to uh, establish some other things, some uh, things we got coming up in the future for the children, man, that we're working on right now, man. God is so faithful. God is so faithful, man, that if you just trust him, uh, step out on faith, you know, don't allow the distractions to, to turn you around. Don't allow distractions to stop you. Just get to moving and watch momentum do what momentum does, man. When you get to moving, momentum is going to do what momentum does there were certain principles that God sold into the earth that we don't even have to make spooky. Some things we just pray. We think we, oh, God, I'm going to pray about it and God's going to do it. 
certain things you don't even have to pray about because there are principles that are sown into the earth. Galatians 6 is one of them. You know, God will not be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. That's that's a principle that sows into the earth. So if you sow something, you're going to reap it. And, and But sometimes it just takes a little time. And so that's why a lot of people, you know, they lose heart and they, they faint because things don't happen as fast as they want them to happen. But when you put a seed in the ground, it takes time to grow. And, and sometimes, it, you know, it depends on the soil. You know, sometimes they don't, they don't grow because you planted in bad soil or, you know, you could be out of season. There are a lot of outside forces, but you just got to keep planting until you hit that right spot. And so it's the same way with anything in your life. Whenever you sow something, you're going to reap it in due season, but you have to stay focused, man. Consistency is everything. Hang in there. Like a lot of the people that are ultra, ultra successful at what they're doing, you don't know how many years they put in behind the spotlight or behind closed doors before you actually saw them. By the time you saw them, they were they were polished. And so that's why they look so great in front of you, because of all the years that they put in behind closed doors when nobody saw what they were doing. But maybe a select few, maybe just their home church or maybe just their parents or their mom and dad or maybe just the people that you know, they grew up with. These are the only people that actually saw them in their beginning stages. And sometimes those beginning stages take years, man. I got, I got about a half, a decade, more than half a decade, about seven or eight years in this behind closed doors that most people don't even know about because it was just small home church in data station. I wasn't going anywhere, no speaking engagements. It's just the people that knew me, the people that, you know, were there from the beginning. And and these are the people that I value to this day and I always have love for. And I don't care how, where God takes me, if they call, I'm always going to show up because they were there in the grooming process. They were there while I was making the mistakes. They was there while I didn't know what I was doing, know what I was saying. And they sat through it all. They encouraged me through it all. They pushed me through it all. So I always have a place in my heart for these people, man. I always have a place in my heart for that place. And I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that they know that. You know what I mean? So we shouldn't ever despise small beginnings and never despise where you came from because that's what made you who you are so um man just blessed to be able to talk to you for a little while this morning and to let you know that things are going well i'm about to get back on here and start doing a whole lot more podcasts god bless you guys you guys hang in there and man just forward motion man forward motion you know put your feet to the pavement get to moving man i i read a beautiful meme uh one day a couple days ago that my little cousin Jeremy posted that said that the door won't open until this cycle is over. Of course, that's referring to washing clothes. You know, that that cycle has to keep spinning. Once that cycle stops, then the door will finally open. You know what I'm saying? So there's some of you right right now and it feels like these doors aren't opening. Well, you're still in that cycle. There's, cert there's, there's certain things that God wants you to learn in this cycle. There's certain things that he needs to have washed off of you in this cycle. There's certain things that he needs to have burned out of you in this cycle. But once that is done, the door is going to open regardless. So when the door opens, man, it's ready. It's ready. It's go time. Just be ready. It's go time. God bless you guys. Hang in there, man. Love you.